Nvidia's 24% rally sent major US indices higher yesterday, but the US still hasn't agreed on raising its debt ceiling while the German economy entered recession in the first quarter of this year. That softened the European Central Bank's rate hike expectations and sent the euro dollar to a fresh month low. So welcome. This is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So yes, Nvidia's impressive first quarter results and 11 billion US dollar revenue forecast for the second quarter of this year just blew investors' minds away yesterday in such a way that we could just, you know, not forget about the US ceiling talks, but just talk about something else for at least a day. So the major US stock indices gained at yesterday's trading session. The S&P 500 added 0.88% yesterday, while the Nasdaq 100 index jumped almost 2.5% thanks to a 24% rally that we saw in Nvidia's share price, which rocketed to a fresh all-time high of almost $395 a share. The company is now just shy of a trillion dollar valuation and is worth much more than Tesla, which has a market cap of around 580 billion US dollars, Meta, which has a market cap of around 650 billion US dollars, and more than Intel, Broadcom, and TSM combined. Combined, guys. So, we naturally are brought to ask whether this year's technology rally, especially in AI stocks, hasn't stretched just too far. Fidelity's MSCI Information Technology ETF, which allocates 23% to Apple, 19% to Microsoft, and 6% to Nvidia, was up by more than 3.5% at yesterday's trading session, and around 40% since last October dip. And it's currently traced 30 times the earnings, while the S&P 500's PE ratio is only around 22%, and that's already a strong, strong number by historical means. So what I'm trying to say here is that we are probably seeing a bubble in the making in the AI-related stocks right now since the beginning of this year, although no one questions the potential, the huge potential of the AI and the fact that the usage of AI will spread far beyond imagination probably well we have already been in a similar film during you know the internet bubble in 2000s or in hydrogen stocks just a couple of years ago or even the green energy stocks you know so what went up at such a crazy crazy speed always ended up coming down it is therefore possible to just dig in into the ai stocks and find somehow less expensive stocks down the value chain which could actually be more interesting investment ideas, investment opportunities and alternatives than the AI stars themselves like NVIDIA. Because in this respect, look, Japan's Adventist Corp, which supplies the semiconductor testing technology to NVIDIA, was among the best performers of the day yesterday. The stock price rally something like 16% to a record high, but it has a P ratio of just around 20 and something, while NVIDIA's PE ratio just hit 220 yesterday. It's almost 10 times more. So you see what I'm 
talking about, right? Anyway, while the technology stocks were euphoric at yesterday's trading session after the Nvidia's results, well, the rest of the sectors were actually much less appetizing to investors because US debt ceiling talks continued. There was actually again some optimism on the wire regarding potential deal that could be reached next week but no deal has been reached right now and the clock is ticking louder into the june 1st deadline the u.s treasury's cash balance fell below the 50 billion US dollar mark on wednesday and well as janet yellen warns so so loudly these days the u.s may not actually reach the mid-june safe zone where the tax money will finally fall in to avoid a potential u.s government default. So it would be certainly a good thing if Mr. Biden and his friends and his rivals could just announce an agreement on the debt ceiling in just the next few days to avoid a catastrophic outcome. Now, of course, the market sentiment regarding the U.S. debt ceiling talks is not great. We all know that. We see that the U.S. T-bills maturing past the May 30 deadline actually skyrocketed because well, no one actually wants to take even the slightest, slightest risk of, you know, an extended theater uh, in terms of debt ceiling talks. Uh, we saw some upside pressure in the volatility levels this week as well concerning the S&P 500 stocks, but the VIX index remained at relatively comfortable levels so far. Now, some people say that if investors are not super, super extremely worried about the US debt ceiling talks, it's partly because they know that it's just an unnecessary and a recurrent political theater and that the US debt ceiling will end up being raised anyway. But some others warn that the consequences of potential road accident would actually be catastrophic. So catastrophic that we don't even know how to price it in the market prices today. I mean, yeah, it would be really, really bad. I mean, really bad if what's known and traded as the world's lowest risk investments which are the US T-bills defaulted, right? I mean, that would be a very big, big thing in terms of like global pricing. The stocks would dive more than 20%, some say even 40%, and the US self-induced economic crisis would push the world economy altogether into a deep recession by the end of this year. So, it would actually be quite weird. I mean, very, very weird that Joe Biden just wants that outcome for his election year next year. Uh, it is said that maybe, but just maybe, the US Republicans have some interest in pushing Joe Biden down that cliff. But to me, that's just a bit too much of conspiracy. So I will stick to my last minute deal call and try not to think too much about it during the coming long weekend. And well, speaking of recession, Germany apparently doesn't even need a US political accident to have a taste of recession this year because economic data released just yesterday revealed that the German GDP shrank by 0.3% in the first quarter of this year following a 0.5% contraction in the quarter earlier. So two straight quarter of negative GDP read is the definition of recession per se and in the sense, well, despite the mild winter that we had in Europe this year, and despite avoiding an energy crunch or an energy shortage, the German economy, which is so reliant on cheap, cheap Russian energy, well, couldn't avoid recession at the second winter of the Ukrainian war. As such, well, Germany becomes the first 
big, big nation to enter recession since the pandemic. And we can say that obviously the high energy costs, high inflation, and that aggressive European Central Bank policy tightening actually did take a toll on the world's fourth largest economy. And obviously, the disappointing German growth numbers yesterday gave euro bears a solid, solid reason to send the euro dollar below a Fibonacci support. The pair actually tipped a toe below the 107.30 level yesterday, which is the minor 23.6% Fibonacci retracement on September to May rebound. And the pair is actually struggling this morning to hold ground just above this level at the time I'm talking here. So, slowing German growth combined with a 4.5% fall in Spanish yearly PPI figures also released yesterday clearly softened the European Central Bank interest rate high expectations at yesterday's trading session. So no wonder copper futures remain on a falling path as well on the global recession woes and crude oil fails to gather some positive momentum above broadly watched technical levels because the US crude fell more than 3% at yesterday's trading session after hitting the 50-day moving average resistance the day before on Saudi Prince Abdulaziz bin Salman's threat to well, oil sellers, but oil bulls found no solid ground to extend oil rally above the 50-day moving average level this week, and the price of a barrel fell all the way down to the $70.80 per barrel level. So what will probably happen from here is that we will probably see OPEC announce another output cut to boost prices when it meets next week, but any OPEC-led price boost oil prices could be interesting top-selling opportunities because obviously the Chinese reopening story doesn't give the jolt to the global economy as it was supposed to at the beginning of this year. Germany now steps into recession and US recession odds increase by the day as well with or without the debt ceiling deal and well there is unfortunately little reason for the slowing the global slowing trend to reverse at this point and well higher oil prices will only make the global growth prospects worse and may not even fill the coffers of OPEC as much as OPEC wish it would. So this is all for this week. I'm Ipekos Kardeshke and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful, supportive and interesting feedbacks. I hope this episode of Market Talk has also been helpful and insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram on Twitter and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. I will meet you next Tuesday as we have a long weekend holiday ahead of us and until then good day trading and have a lovely weekend.